Hi, I'm Lori. And I'm Kevin. And this is No Longer Ashamed. We are survivors of childhood sexual abuse. And we're here to share with you that if you're a survivor, you don't have to be alone. Our logo is a salamander, and the reason is a fire salamander can survive a fire, and you have survived a fire. We want to help you with your journey to healing and hope. We are all survivors together, and we walk this journey together, and you are not alone. By telling our stories, we are hoping that you will have the courage to share in your stories as well, and find your voice. Because stories are so important, and for so long, I know that I wouldn't tell my story, but when I finally shared my story, that's when I got my freedom. And this is our journey and your journey to healing and hope. So come with us. Forgiving ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Which is harder, forgiving others or forgiving ourselves? The big F word. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about forgiving ourselves mainly because I think approaching forgiveness is tough and it's hard to let go and you don't want to let someone off the hook so to speak and, but I've been thinking about how it's also that makes it hard to forgive ourselves we don't want to it, it's hard to let go sometimes when we screw up when we do something that you know we know we we screwed up so like we layer it we go oh see I'm just a terrible person yeah we go see I did again I keep doing that. So you're talking about generally forgiving ourselves. Yeah, and I think part of it is hard because... So this all started. <laughs> this all started because... So in church, they put a sign up and the pastor asked us to finish this sentence. And the question was, what is it the one thing that I would want to ask Jesus? And for me, it was, do I really deserve to be forgiven? Do I deserve to be saved? Because I don't always feel that way. I don't feel like I deserve it. I don't feel like, um, I feel like there's just, you know, I have these, these thoughts about myself that I'm not always deserving to be forgiven, deserving to have salvation. I don't think I've earned it. And do you have to earn salvation? No, and of do you course have to not. Earn forgiveness? No, and that's <laughs> where faith comes in. But that's why I think I struggle with self-forgiveness. Is I don't feel like I deserve it, and I don't know exactly where that came from. Except I was taught that I didn't always deserve to be um, forgiven, or, or that I was taught that I wasn't always good, mm -hmm. that I wasn't always a good person. And I, I know for a lot of my life, I tried to do good things just because I felt like I wasn't a good person. So I was trying to make up for it. And I think that's a big step in learning to forgive others is, is one of the hardest things is to learn to forgive ourselves. Yeah, and I think there's part of us that, well, first of all, it seems like everybody suffers from that, feeling so unworthy, I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I said earlier, we don't have to be because we're Jesus died for yeah. us. So we don't have to do anything. But also, I think seeing with coaching clients, I see a lot of times people don't really want to let go of that because it's almost like they want to feel bad. Like, see, I'm unworthy. Mm -hmm. And who am I without this sin? Who am I without holding this grudge about myself or saying I'm nothing? Then who am I? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, we identify with 
the person that we were told we were. We identify with that person. So if we're suddenly told, no, you are a good person. No, you really do deserve to be forgiven. You Mm -hmm. do deserve to... That then we struggle because we convinced ourselves that we weren't. Mm -hmm. I know for so long, I basically gave in to just feeling like, yeah, I didn't... I wasn't a good person. I wasn't, and I tried to do things that would counter that. But inside, I knew I wasn't a good person. You know, it's interesting. I, um, I know it's forgiveness, but I always felt like I wasn't good enough to be loved. Mm-hmm. Like I had friends that had good homes. They grew up in good homes, and I'm like, how come they got the good family? Yeah. You know, and so I often thought that that there really was something inherently wrong with me. Yeah. Like, who would ever choose me? Yeah, because we can't change where we grew up in. But it's like those people that didn't have issues when they were growing up, those people that didn't have to deal with being a survivor, they don't have the same problems we do. Mm-hmm. And they, so they're better off generally. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because they're better off, they're better. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, last week was. Uh, this week was Holocaust Remembrance. And I had just happened to be reading a book about the Holocaust. And so many people have guilt for different things. Like sometimes they, in one book, the girl had to dance for the Nazis, for the soldiers. And she's like, how can I dance for them when they're so horrible? But if she didn't dance, of course, they'd shoot her. You know, so it's like they would have to do things that to them was so wrong, but they'd have to do it, in, you know, for their life. And so I think about things like that. And I think about, you know, the messages that were told. So like that were bad or even if you weren't so cute, this wouldn't be happening to you. And so then you get this guilt about, oh, no, people just can't control themselves around me. Yeah, or it's my fault. Because yeah. I'm I'm making them do these things. Right. And I think that there's a lot to be said for really looking at what it is that we feel bad about and naming it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's just a bad feeling and we want to get rid of that bad feeling. But I think there's a lot to be said for saying, okay, this week I've been triggered. Maybe someday we'll talk about it. And so I've had to go, okay, what am I upset about? And I kind of do the Caroline Leaf neurocycle. You gather all the things and you just say, I'm upset about this and this and this. And then you just look at it and you reflect on it. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't make me a bad person just because I feel bad. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of take some time and you journal and you just write out, you know, now you've said it and then you've reflected on it. And so then that's when you realize a lot of those things are childhood things or they're not real. We're yeah. upset about things that we didn't do or we're not responsible for. And then it's finding a way to let go. And she calls it an active reach. So I'm going to maybe stand up and say, I'm forgiven, you know, 10 times during the day, something that will help me realize to keep it going on. But so often we feel bad and we just don't want to feel bad. Mm-hmm. We don't know what work to do. Part of the work is validating, saying what it is, validating it mm-hmm. and allowing those feelings. Because once we do that, then we can start to let go and forgive but if we're just like i'm not going to feel bad i'm going to get over this Mm -hmm. well and also i think sometimes we hold ourselves to a higher judgment like we do something that we get upset about and we feel like no one else does that 
but if you stop and you look at it mm-hmm. and you kind of put it into context and you realize that you know maybe there's other stuff that's causing you to feel so bad about it mm-hmm. but often it's just people screw up we're people we're yeah. not perfect but we hold ourselves to this standard and we collect mm-hmm. so because we don't forgive ourselves so now the next time something happens maybe we talk about somebody or we do something that we're just not proud of now there's two things then there's three things because mm-hmm. we haven't forgiven the first thing mm-hmm. so we're just compounding it yeah we we collect them yeah and for me it it's hard for me to stop and give myself a little grace because mm-hmm. especially i feel like for me i'm working construction i'm an electrician it's a highly skilled job it you have to be really good <laughs> at it yeah you really need to be good at it to do a lot of this stuff because it can be very difficult and very dangerous and when i make a little mistake i just beat myself up about it and i feel i think partly is most of my career i felt like kind of a faker i'm only just getting by and i think that's because all my life i felt like i never really would be good at anything because i felt like from the beginning that's what i was taught that i'm not good i'm not worthy And so when I do screw up, it just reinforces that. And I don't let myself off the hook if it was just some little thing and, you know, no big deal. I mean, just this week, I did something at work that, sure, if I wasn't in a hurry, it wasn't the end of the day, I would have recognized it and dealt with it differently. But I didn't. And it was just a little thing. But I just beat myself up over it after work. When I got home, it was kind of in the back of my head all night long. And it turned out to be no big deal whatsoever. But I don't give myself grace. And yet, if somebody else did that, you would give them all grace in the world. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what we need to do. Part of it is look at it. Okay, put take yourself out of the picture and say, okay, if this had happened to someone else, what would I say to them? Mm-hmm. Would I be treating them the way I'm treating myself? Because I think we're really we're really mean to ourselves. Oh, we're I know horrible I, to ourselves. I am at times. Yeah. And if I had stopped this week and looked at it, if it was someone else at work that had done this, mm-hmm. I would have been like, Oh well, you know, big deal, we'll deal with it. No, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a big deal. But no, I you know, I hung on to it. And I think when you recognize yourself hanging on to that and not letting it go you have to stop and reflect and put it in a different context maybe you put someone else in that position and say how would i be treating them if this had happened to them if they had done this mm-hmm. and i think a lot of it has to do with our belief in god because i mean i believe god's a loving god but also i believe he's up there waiting to pounce me yeah right i mean i don't like to say that but the way i behave that's that has to be the way i believe so the more i tell myself and believe that god is a forgiving loving god because when he sees us doing that it breaks his heart yeah because he's taking care of it and he wants us to love ourselves because when we love ourselves we love others when we forgive ourselves we forgive others and i feel like that's the enemy's stronghold and what's hard is there's no simple solution there's no antidote (laughs) right it's recognizing it and doing that hard work and that's what the hard thing about recovery is is so this week I was triggered and so I was uh, feeling angry and not forgiving and in fact I wanted to prove something 
And so then I had to I had to sit back and say, I have to let go of this. Yeah. It, it's not my job to be right or wrong. My job is to do what I need to do and take care of myself, not to prove anything to anybody. But I started getting all wrapped up in that. And then I had to just let go. And then I had to forgive myself because, I mean, I'm like, I wanted to hurt people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I understand that completely because I know the context. And I think it it triggered me when you talked about it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. But so one thing I've heard, and it helps in this situation, is our beliefs follow our actions. Mm -hmm. And what that means, when I first heard it, I didn't quite sink in. But what it means is like our beliefs take a little while to catch up to what we're doing. So if we're working and we do a good job, we still don't always believe that. Mm -hmm. So we have to kind of prove it to ourselves before we actually believe it. So how that relates to forgiving ourselves is in order to believe that we forgive ourselves, sometimes we have to say it and do it over and over. Exactly, because our mind can change our brain. Yeah, and so we change it by when we do something that we, you know, we're automatically mad at ourselves Mm -hmm. about, we have to stop, go look. It wasn't that big a deal. It's all right. This isn't the way you usually are. You don't always screw up. You screw up sometimes. Mm -hmm. Everyone screws up sometimes. Give yourself the grace. Tell yourself it's not a big deal. Tell yourself, you know, you're not a screw up. You're not a loser. You're not, you know, and eventually your beliefs catch up when you do the actions of actually forgiving yourself, giving yourself grace. And so you have to keep doing that over and over before your belief will be, I'm not a screw up. I'm right. not a loser. It's I'm like, not... what is the truth? The truth is I screwed up, but I'm not a screw up. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. It I... doesn't get to define me. Yeah. And so the importance is. Is to it... speak to it, to catch it and speak to it. Yeah. Because if we don't, then we're letting ourselves believe that. Yeah. Our beliefs will just hang on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the way we change our beliefs is with our actions by Mm-hmm. repeating this isn't that big a deal mm-hmm. you're not always this way this isn't the way you are mm-hmm. well and when we were growing up like now if a child does something naughty we say oh you did something naughty we don't say you are naughty uh-huh. but when we were growing up yeah you're stupid you're dumb you're naughty you're bad you're, so we yeah. were just told that of course they just didn't know any better but still then yeah. we take that on yeah and so self-forgiveness Part of why I really want to emphasize this is forgiveness is really hard. And in order to approach even forgiving our perpetrators, we need to have grace in our lives, I believe. Because true forgiveness isn't something we begrudgingly give. It's Mm -hmm. not something we just hand out. You really have to be open and truthful about what you're doing. I mean, I think forgiveness is a huge topic when we're talking about forgiving the person that did this to us or Mm -hmm. persons. And if we haven't forgiven ourselves, and frankly, it, it sounds funny because what are we forgiving ourselves for? Why are we so hard on ourselves? It seems like, you know, this was done to us, this abuse. Why are we holding blame against ourselves? But we do. I know I did. Mm-hmm. Plus, we do it for so long. It's a habit. So we have to unchange it. And when it's so familiar, then we look for it. Yeah. Because even if we don't like that feeling, it's familiar. And so when we start to make forgiveness the more familiar, then we're going to gravitate towards that. 
But in the beginning, it's uncomfortable. It's unfamiliar. Who am I without this beating myself up? Why do I think Mm -hmm. I'm so special that I, you know, that I can just be forgiven and I can just forgive myself? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, and it sounds weird to me now because I don't, I don't know what I was forgiving myself for necessarily other than doing things that I wasn't proud of. Mm -hmm. But I held it in a, a higher, you know, that proves that mm-hmm. I was uh, not yeah. worthy. See, you're just a mess up. Yeah, see, you, yeah. see you're just screwed up. Mm-hmm. And so we believe that about ourselves because of what we were taught by the mm-hmm. abuse. When we're abused, we're told we don't matter, mm-hmm. basically. We're told we're just an object, that we don't matter, that we're not mm-hmm. worthy. And so I know it's it's kind of an odd thing to think self-forgiveness because what are we forgiving ourselves for? But we have to get to a point of it's a, it's a way of loving ourselves, of learning to love who we are. I feel like we almost need to reparent ourselves. So when we're feeling those feelings, often it, it's from the childhood. Mm-hmm. And so when we, the child, are trying to forgive ourselves, it's kind of hard. But if we step into the parent role and say all the right things, oh, you didn't mean to do that. Oh, that's okay. That's not who you are. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll give you a pass this time. So if we reparent that child and do it in a loving way, then it's not just, I don't want to feel this way, but it's like we're actually sh- modeling what grace looks like. We're modeling yeah. what forgiveness looks like. And we've talked about the, the child before. It's weird to talk about yourself as a child, but it's the truth. And so if we can reparent that child and say, oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. You know, we reparent not only the child, but ourselves mm-hmm. because we've hung on to that. But then we get to a place where we can love that child mm-hmm. that we left behind. Right. And and then that child isn't left behind anymore. That's the, the beauty about going back and, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of that kid is that kid is you get to be with that kid. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a joyful thing. And I think, too, part of it is speaking the truth. So, oh, I messed that up. I'm so stupid. Okay, yes, I messed it up. No, I'm not stupid. And it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Because everybody makes mistakes. So it's like, what is really what's the truth? Because when we're like, oh, I messed up, then we make that our truth. Yeah. So we have to change it and look at it from the truth of that we are worthy. Right. And speak it because whenever we speak it, that makes such a difference. Yeah. You do have to, (laughs) because I know this week I didn't, you know, speak it out loud or anything. And it took me, well, a day. It took all night. I was pissed off at myself. And the next day it was no big deal because it was, we took care of it at work and it it didn't matter. Yeah. And yet you you beat yourself up all night. You weren't even able to just enjoy yourself. So it takes practice. Yeah. You need to keep practicing. And when you think about it, if we don't forgive ourselves and we're beating ourselves up, that affects everybody around us. Yeah, it does. It doesn't make us fun to be around. Well, it affects our relationships to other people. Yeah. Because we also start holding them to a higher standard. We're more critical of them. I think it's a self-perpetuating cycle Mm. of we become super critical all the time we we hold everything up to such a high standard mm-hmm. and uh no one can live up to that and nobody's asking us to we've no. decided we said this is our standard we have to do everything right yeah yeah and it's just not possible mm-hmm. but it is possible to forgive ourselves and to yeah. love ourselves and to give ourselves grace and and i think that's really important in learning how to be a better person 
I think there's two benefits. One, we benefit, but two, it's easier to receive love mm -hmm. if we forgive ourselves. It's harder to receive love when we think we're a piece of crap. Yeah, that's true. They say a lot of times when people are say, I, I can never find someone. Part of it is you have to find yourself and mm -hmm. love yourself yeah and then people will be open to you because you're open person you know mm -hmm. where you're open loving person but if you're not loving yourself you're always gonna hold back something yeah and we attract what we are so if we're hating ourselves like when i worked at esther's the ladies would say do i have kick me right in the cross my forehead and i'm like you kind of do because you hate yeah. yourself so you're attracting people that treat you like you think you should be treated like you mm -hmm. treat yourself yeah. and so it, it really is a, um, it's a catch-22. Didn't you say that earlier? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what can you forgive yourself for? What is it that you have a hard time forgiving yourself for? For me, it's when I do stupid things at work that I know better, but I just, you know, and they're not a big deal. And But I make them a big deal because I'm hypercritical. I'm always holding myself up to a higher standard because I'm trying to prove that I am a mm. good person electrician and when you think about it you are a good electrician you yeah. when people come in under you you're teaching them but it's like you're stuck in that place of being new but really you got this yeah uh, it's funny so what is it you don't have a good easy time forgiving yourself for what is it that you hold yourself up to such a high standard or you see yourself as such a loser or so bad at and you just you're always screwing this up mm -hmm. why why do you hold that standard so high what's keeping you from giving yourself a little grace yeah. and, and what's the truth what is the truth in this if this was someone else your friend your family someone you work with would you hold them to the same standard would you say oh they're just a screw up they're lousy or would you yeah. give them grace and say oh you know people do that sometimes that's not who they are that's not the way they always are Right. And things happen. Accidents happen. You know, people do things that they have to live with their whole life that might have been an accident. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they tripped somebody or, you know, it's like, how do we forgive ourselves and move on? Because we, we can't live a full life when we're constantly blaming ourselves and we can't let go. I mean, God forgave us. We're going, God, please forgive me. It's like, for what? Because didn't we already do this? <laughs> well, and I think partly a lot of times we can be mean or say mean things to people and part of it is we're reacting or we're acting out mm -hmm. and and then afterwards we feel really lousy about it and we never get over it mm -hmm. but if you look at what caused that maybe what the issues were beforehand and you go well I, I was really tired yeah and it was really worn out and just wasn't up for that yeah I mean I got distracted yeah, you know? or maybe you got triggered and you just lashed out. Yeah, and here's the thing. If you have children, this is not a, oh, maybe you should. This is a do it, learn it, and teach it. Because whatever we hold on to, then our kids do too. So we can be a good model for them if we make the choice to forgive and to have some grace for ourselves. It's hard work, but it's work, right? Because we have to do it. And it's important. It's important to our children to, that we model that for them. And we don't even realize it when we're holding on to all this shame and guilt. Well, and not only that, what we say about ourselves, mm -hmm. what we, how we treat ourselves, 
yeah. kids pick up on that, yeah. and that's what they learn for themselves. Right. And so we're teaching them self-hatred, mm-hmm. self-low esteem. Yeah, self-loathing. Self-loathing. And then, you know, they're going to grow up having the same feelings about themselves. Right. And we talk about like alcohol and drugs break the cycle, but I think it's as important to break the cycle mm-hmm. of a continued self-judgment. And it doesn't mean that we don't evaluate ourselves and see where we need to grow, Yeah, but that we'll find a way to let go of that because it affects our body too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't sleep great that night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not letting yourself off the hook. It's giving yourself grace. There's mm-hmm. differences. You know, you you look at what you did wrong. Mm -hmm. You look at how you can correct it. You plan on correcting it. Mm -hmm. Plan on you know being paying attention in the future. But give yourself grace that it happened. But you can change that, and that's not the way you always are. And if you find yourself saying I can't, then that's a choice. You're making a choice Mm -hmm. to stay in an ugly place. To stay stuck. Yeah. And that doesn't serve anybody and it certainly doesn't serve God. And yet I think there's some sort of thing when we get stuck in shame and guilt that there's almost this martyrdom to it, Mm -hmm. but that it doesn't serve us. It doesn't serve our family. And so by forgiving ourselves, we're actually giving not only ourselves a gift, but we're giving everyone around us a gift. Yeah. I think we want to hate ourselves sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the enemy wants us to, and he works really mm-hmm. hard to just let us see all of our faults. <laughs> yeah. and God never asked us to be perfect. No. In fact, he expected us to sin. That's why he came to die, because he knew we would. Yeah, and he said in our weaknesses when he will be strong, mm-hmm. and that's why he wants us to call out to him mm-hmm. in our, our weakness. Right. The, the times we're most ashamed of yeah. ourselves, the times we're most hurting or mm-hmm. weak. And I know for me, when I'm really weak, when there's something really, I'm, you know, really ashamed of, or really, I feel like I'm helpless. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to call out to God because I hate to admit I'm in that position. Mm-hmm. And that's part of this self-forgiveness is to realize that we are weak right. at times. And what cracks me up, I do it all the time, but it's like, God knows. Yeah. And like, what do we think? We're, we're hiding something from it, yeah. you know? But yeah. I kind of, when I say, like this week, a lot of times I'm like, I can't do this, God. And then I say, I will do it because you will be my strength. Yes, that's what he wants. Right. I will walk through this. I'm not going to run away from it. I'm going to walk through it. It's not going to be easy, but life isn't easy, you know, and this is how we get stronger. This is how we get wiser and how we, you know, I, I, I work with, uh, addicts and alcoholics and they relapse and they are so hard on themselves. And I have one that says, I'm so sorry. I disappointed you. And I always say, you didn't disappoint me. And she's like, what? And I go, you relapsed. It happens. It's part of recovery. Lots of people relapse. You know, it's an addiction. Uh, Me being disappointed doesn't serve anybody. You just pick up and you move on. You you know, you, you you do tomorrow and you get back on track. But, you know, it's almost like if I was disappointed, then that would make it better. But the fact that I'm not is like... Now what do I do? Mm-hmm. You got to learn from it. Yeah. Not, you know, beat yourself up about it, but learn from it. Mm-hmm. And, and just give yourself grace. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's hard. And I think that when we just recognize that we're sinners and like we're going to falter, we're going to, it's like athletes, you know, when they don't make that basket or whatever, but you hear like Michael Jordan that he's missed it how many times, Mm -hmm. right? But it's it's not what we miss. It's it's when we hit the mark and then when we don't, it's that's all part of it. Yeah. Like it's supposed to happen. Imagine that. We're yeah. supposed to fail here and there. <laughs> the only way to never miss is to never take a shot. But exactly. if you're not taking shots, you're not living. You're not right. fulfilling your, your purpose in life. You mm-hmm. have to take the shots and you're not always going to mm-hmm. make them. You know? My grandson is really good at everything he does. He, he, he's just a natural. But when he's not, he can hardly handle it mm-hmm. and it's like you you got to learn you just got to keep doing it you're not going to figure it out overnight you know yeah. but he's young and so he's so used to just being able to picks up a ball he can shoot it he can you know baseball bat and so when he can't he's so hard on himself yeah he doesn't like he thinks i should always be perfect and it's yeah. like nobody told him that ever <laughs> it's that expectation right that standard that he's holding himself to and and I think we get mixed messages. Be better, give yourself a break. Try harder, take a nap, you know? Uh-huh. And I think we have to just figure out who we are and what what we're here for. Yeah. And speak the truth. Give yourself grace mm-hmm. because you, know, you deserve it. I mean, I think this is a hard topic for survivors because they don't always feel like they deserve it. Mm-hmm. And no, I didn't. And I don't know exactly where that came well, from. Well, even King David, he's like, who who am I that you would bring me into, you know, to Saul, who yeah. to bring me in? And it's like, there, there's a humbleness, but then there's also this, I'm, I'm so unworthy, mm-hmm. you know. But God knows our heart. Mm-hmm. And he loves us because he knows our heart. Mm-hmm. So... You know, he knows everything about us and he loves us. We we need to learn to love ourselves mm-hmm. and forgive ourselves. Yeah, yeah. It's hard work. I'll be the first to say it, but it's so worth it. Yeah. And it's, it's just paying attention. Yeah. And it's it's how to really find your purpose because if you're always beating yourself up about what you do or do not do or you know, you're never going to really find out. You're never going to give yourself credit for what you are good at and be happy with yourself. Yeah. When God calls us, he prepares us. And so often I think uh, you think of Moses, you know, God calls them and they're like, Joseph. no, I'm not. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. And yet it's like God doesn't call us because he thinks we're going to be perfect. He calls us because he has a plan. Mm-hmm. And if we trust him and we're willing to learn and grow. <laughs> yeah, rest in God's grace because mm-hmm. he knows what his plan is for you. Yeah. So think about what you want to forgive yourself for and practice. Practice makes permanent. The belief follows the action. Mm-hmm. So what, what what is it you have a hard time forgiving yourself for and why? Take a look at why it's so hard for you to do that. And then speak the truth about it. Mm-hmm. What What is really happening? And yeah. For instance, I should be better, right? I should do better. I should know better, be better. But that's not the truth. Not necessarily. No, I am good at this. Yeah. I did this wrong, but that doesn't mean I'm always wrong. Right, yeah. And and what do they say about failure? I mean, Thomas Edison, mm-hmm. how many how many times did he try the light bulb? You know, <laughs> it's like if we look at it different and we reframe it, uh, that can really yeah. change things for us. You'll never make a basket if you don't shoot. That's right. <laughs> You'll never win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. 
Yeah, action is important and risk is important. The Bible talks about risk. And sometimes we take a risk and it doesn't turn out. And then we think, oh, I blew it, but maybe not. It's a failure. Right. But it's a learning experience. Mm -hmm. It's a way of gaining knowledge about yourself, what you are good at. Exactly. So. So what can you forgive yourself for? And how can you really start to pay attention and not even so much say I'm worthy because then our brain goes, no, I'm not because we mm-hmm. really believe that. But just to be able to say, yes, yes, I will. I will forgive myself and see where that takes you. I mean, it's it's step by step. Yeah. And practice. Just mm-hmm. keep doing it until yeah. you start to believe it. Mm-hmm. Well, we always wrap up with prayer, but we like to give you a chance to uh, tune out if that's <laughs> if this isn't your thing. So thanks so much for uh, joining us. And if you like this podcast, will you please uh, subscribe as well as give us a five-star rating and share it with people that you think it might be helpful. We believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> we forgive you. We forgive you. <laughs> we think you deserve grace. Yes. <laughs> Father, I thank you for all your blessings, but especially for being there when we are in our weakness, when we are in our helpless times. I thank you for those times that we do rely upon you. And I just pray for the courage for everyone listening that they would find a way of forgiving themselves and not being so hard on themselves. And for you to reach out to them and Show them the grace that you have for them so they will feel that way towards themselves, that they will feel like they are forgiven, that they are worthy, that they do matter, and that you do love them and want them to know your love. Father, and I just thank you that your son came back so that we could be forgiven. And I pray that we would always remember that we deserve to be forgiven and uh, we are worthy. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you that you came to earth just to show us how much you love us. And I pray that we would continue to turn to you and learn from you so that others would see your love in us, so that they would learn learn that they are loved by you also. In your name I pray. Father, thank you that you see us. And um, thank you that you've offered forgiveness. And Lord, in the Bible... You say that um, you ask us to forgive one another, and it's not because you are just bossing us around. You know that it changes us when we forgive, and Lord, I just pray that you will open our eyes, especially this week now that we've talked about it, to be able to recognize when we get in those states of unworthiness, unforgiveness, and, and Lord, that we remember that's not serving you. And uh, Lord, everything is about your glory. And so when we don't forgive ourselves, we're not about your glory. And so Lord, whatever is getting in the way, whatever is prompting us to want to stay in that bad, I pray that you will just open our eyes and teach us, Lord, we all, we're all going to learn different, but it just, uh, there's no, you know, it's different. Everybody does it in a different way, but Lord, help us to just see and help us to heal so that we can move on, so that we can enjoy our life and enjoy this earth that you created, Lord, and um, that we don't have to stay stuck in the sadness, in the hurt, in the fear, Lord, that you um, promise us freedom when we forgive in your son's holy name. Amen.